Hey there, folks. Rob Hessler here with another episode of Art on the Air, my weekly Savannah morning news and do Savannah special. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Have a very special episode lined up for you this week. It is my 100th column and broadcast for the Savannah Morning News, my Art on the Air and corresponding Art Off the Air column. And so this week, I wanted to do a special episode where I brought in my wife, Gretchen Hilmers, her brother, Aaron Hilmers, and her father, Walter Hilmers Jr., to talk about their family and the arts. Obviously, I know Gretchen very, very well, her being my wife and all, and I was always amazed at how artistic her family was. Walter grew up as an artist and plied his trade in the arts as an independent artist for his whole life. And Gretchen and Aaron grew up in that environment. So I wanted to talk to all of them about how they sort of created their individual artistic careers, what it was like when they were growing up, how they traced their paths, and where they are now. So I think it's a really fun and interesting interview. And it pertains to the local community, specifically because they've always been so supportive of each other. And of course, that is one of the most important and critical components of succeeding as an art community that is supporting one another as artists. Wanted to mention, as always, you can catch past episodes of Art on the Air, my corresponding Art Off the Air column, and all of the work that I do for Do Savannah and the Savannah Morning News at savannahnow.com in the entertainment section, as well as in the lifestyle section. This week, I've also written a piece about the On View residency and its history over at Sulphur Studios. You can check that one out. And I wrote a column about the recent hearing for Clinton Edminster's potential free wall for muralists in the Starland District that was rejected by the Historic Site and Monument Commission and the reasons behind their rejection. So check those out. Again, savannahnow.com in the entertainment section and in the lifestyle section. But let's get to this week's interview. Again, this is the Hilmers family, my wife Gretchen Hilmers, her brother Aaron Hilmers, and her father Walter Hilmers Jr. talking about their lives as artists. Enjoy. And this is Art on the Air. Rob Hester here with my luminescent co-host, Gretchen Hilmers. That's even more weird with my family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's right. We don't not only have Gretchen Hilmers on the show this week, but we have Walter Hilmers Jr., Gretchen's dad. Hey, Walter. Hello. And now two-time guest of Art on the Air. And then... <laughs> And he's calling, he's talking to us live right now from Dallas, Texas. And Gretchen's brother and Walter's son, Aaron Hilmers, all the way from Finland. Terve. Is that, what does that mean in Finnish? Uh, it means health. It's, 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 a, it's a pretty common greeting around here. Uh, if you want to be, sound like you're from Helsinki, you would say, boy. Uh, if you want to sound like you're from Pampara, you say moro uh, or hey. You know, hey is like hello. So but it's like is kind universal. Of like, it's like it's like what's up or hey y'all or uh, what's up good is day, like, sir. cool, <laughs> which means like what have you heard? What's what's heard? Miso cool sounds like miso cool. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting off on a on a crazy footing here, so. Walter was on the show a couple of weeks ago for those of you who listen to the show regularly and it, we had a lot of fun and you know with Gretchen and Walter both being there and family members so I thought that it would be really kind of fun to sort of do an episode about art in the family and so I asked Walter and Aaron to come back on the show and of course Gretchen is the regular co-host here and we could just sort of talk about art so we're actually I'm kind of going to start with you Walter to a certain extent because I wanted to take you way back, way, way back into the distant <laughs> years, times of yore. Foggy, foggy memories. <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted to ask you about Gretchen and and Aaron and like, you know, like what were they like as far as like artists, like growing up, like, because all three of you are 
very talented as artists obviously art kind of like runs in your veins but what was it like i mean were they artistic as kids like how was that i mean because obviously you were working in your studio like at home your home and office was like all kind of mixed together yeah when aaron was a kid i was still working somewhere else doing uh architectural uh drafting and not too many years after he was born a year two years maybe I started out on my own, and uh, I guess with certainly with Gretchen and, and I guess most of what Aaron can remember, I always worked from home. Um, it was it, it was interesting. I mean, they were exposed to art. Uh, Aaron's mother's a really good artist. Um, um, Gretchen's mother did art on occasion too. So it was kind of in the family. My sister, uh, uh, Lucille, is an artist. And um, uh, it, it just, it was always art. I mean, we, it, it, it was art. And uh, Gretchen and I took, we, we, Gretchen and Aaron both went to, uh, I took them to uh, museums and, because uh, they lived in the Washington, D.C. area. And um, uh, they got a lot of exposure to art. It's just always been art. So. Well, so, Aaron, you're the older of the of the two kids here. So I want to ask you, like, you know, and, and you ended up ultimately becoming sort of part of the family business. I mean, you, you know, were right. you and you and um, your dad were Hilmer Studios. I mean, that was mm-hmm. your business for many years. And I, I know that you've kind of transitioned out of that to a certain extent now living in, in Finland and everything like that. But I, I, I kind of wonder, how did you sort of first get into the arts? Because as far as I've always known you, like you've just been super talented, trying all of these different things, whether it be visual arts, um, you know, music, you know, painting, drawing, the, the you know, architectural patent drawing illustration stuff that you've done. That's a sort of commercial work. Like where did your path you think first start like as an artist? Well, just having artistic, artistic parents. I mean, they always encouraged uh, me to be creative uh, I mean, I mean, I can remember like the first, the first things I remember actually ever doing is, is art. I was maybe like three years old, and I had painted like uh, I think like Winnie the Pooh and like Kermit the Frog, and maybe something else. I think Dad actually still has the, the painting somewhere in, in a box somewhere. But yeah, I mean, like I've always just, it's just always been fun. Even you know, even when I did other things art was always there in some form or fashion that, you know, I, I always felt I enjoyed creating, whether it be, like you said, whether it be like painting or drawing or sculpting or more recently like wood burning and uh, weaving. Uh, it, it's always just fun to, fun to do something with, with creating something. Uh, yeah. What about you, Gretch? Cause you know, you're always in the, in the co-host seat or, you know, people around town sort of know you, you, you've got a really, really successful business right now, you know, working on photographs, doing your retouching business. And there's a creative aspect to that. But, you know, from when I first knew you, you know, we, we obviously met in the photo lab and I knew you kind of as an (laughs) artist. Um, And I know photography has kind of always been in, in your blood, but I also know that we have some, some sculptures in our house uh, that you made when you were probably a wee lass, little various little things that you've made here and there. So kind of like, what was it like, you know, seeing Pops and your bro, like making art stuff and like, you know, just kind of being there and in that environment? So, you know, I've always felt I am a lesser artist because I am not good at drawing. I am not a drawer. And I always feel like that is, uh, there's a certain standard to, to being an artist. Can you draw? Is there, um, can you do things that are recognizable? And it's really, that's something that every now and then I can pull something out and I'm like, bam. And then, you, you know, should have seen the strawberries that she was drawing on Lincoln's <laughs> uh, map. I am more proud of that pickle. 
in the crayons on Lincoln's lunch mat, you know, they give you the crayons and the piece of paper while oh, yeah. <laughs> at the restaurant. <laughs> we only had four colors and they were crayons. So we drew a lot of green vegetables and fruits. Yeah. We forgot yeah. to draw limes. <laughs> well, that is, you should be ashamed, Rob. You're the one calling the vegetables and fruits out. Yeah. Pickle, <sighs> cucumber, zucchini. Romaine lettuce. <laughs> camera tv yeah i wonder so like but so you eventually picked up the camera how did that kind of come come together for you i don't you know i i i i know there are some photos that i took when i was a wee lass and i i kind of stumbled into some of those while i was scanning some of the negatives that uh came my way from the family which i still need to get through but you know toddler but i think i really tried to learn more about it for my high school project, we had to choose something to learn uh, in order to graduate. It was our senior project and I chose photography and specifically architectural photography. Um, And that's kind of where I I really started getting into it. And it just kind of went from there. And, uh, you know, I, I used to do a lot of abstract photography and layering negatives and doing one-of-a-kind prints um, in the dark room and then you know things switched to digital and now I have so many so many gigabytes of photos that I don't know maybe one day I'll get through them (laughs) but then of course my career path kind of it evolved into working on other people's stuff but I think that that background in art is what serves me so well now with my business. So in a way I can draw kind of digitally with things for Photoshop. Well, you are a master at that. You know, I wonder Walter, because, you know, Gretchen said she picked up the the camera in high school, but I I, I sort of imagine, and from what I understand is that you also were into photography as well because I I remember uh, a photo project that you've done since Gretchen and I have been together where it was pictures, photographs of these legs. <laughs> they were like a set of like legs. They weren't they like um they were like a, a superhero. It was, yeah, it was, like, it was the Undertaker. It was like the Undertaker's legs. Oh, oh right, some right yeah. Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. And the teddy bear, the original teddy bear. Well, you worked in the dark room with me. Oh yeah, no, were... that's probably why I have a few screws loose these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fix will do body good. <laughs> I, I pulled up a chair, and she was like taking the the black and white prints and moving from the developer to the fix to the to the. Uh, developer to the stop to the fix and then to the rents and uh, uh, we did color stuff and I, I seem to remember trying to teach you how to roll film onto the metal reels yeah. um, and, and I know your mother did a little bit of photography too so mm-hmm. uh, um, yeah you were you, you I, I'm sure you can still remember the smell of the fix which is so strongly pungent so oh yeah yep yeah Yeah, it smells fixed and she's yeah she's like (laughs) she's like if she smells fixed it's like just this total visceral reaction i can see in her like she (laughs) that's like part of her her childhood you know Uh, yeah yeah stumbling around in the dark room and i mean when you're working in color you, you don't you can't have any light at all when you're working in black and white, you can have a red light to a uh, safe light to see what you're doing. So, uh, yeah, there was some of that too. So, That's funny. A little bit now, of everything. Now, um, you know, kind of like I want to I want to jump back over to you, Aaron, because I know I mentioned that you and and Walter ended up sort of being business partners with Hilmer Studios and doing all that. But from what I understand, didn't you didn't you work in a print shop for a while? Weren't you doing t-shirts and stuff like that? Am I remembering that correctly? That's correct. When I was in uh when I was in in college, and I use that term lightly because I didn't spend too much time studying, but uh <laughs> no, yeah, I worked for a a a, a guy that basically had, like ran a print shop out of his out of his backyard. 
and we mostly did uh, t-shirts and, you know, caps every now and again for uh, Marine security guard detachments. Like he had like military connections. Wow. So we would do like these, you know, Marine groups that like guarded the embassies overseas. And they, it basically, it was a lot of like a uh, Marine iconography, you know, like bulldogs and, you know, the, 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 the anchor symbol and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, that I, I didn't do, I didn't do really any of the printing, but every, pretty much everything else I had a hand in from, from the actual like production of the art to the producing the screens, you know, setting everything up and cleaning screens. And yeah, that was, it was, it was fun. I kind of wish I had learned more about the actual printing of the, of the stuff, because, mm-hmm. but you know, whatever. Yeah, it was an interesting experience. A couple of well, years. YouTube could teach you probably all that nowadays because what yeah. I think is really fascinating about you and your work is like you really you make high quality sort of I would almost call them like series. Like, you know, I think about your Lucha Libres, your your wrestlers series that right. you did. And I think about, you know, you mentioned that you're you've been doing wood burning. I was thinking about the Kenny comic, <laughs> which <laughs> You want, let's Wait. talk about Kenny because people don't know Kenny, but Kenny is, I think people who followed Kenny when Kenny was a thing loved yeah. Kenny. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I don't <laughs> and know we're I... talking on so just we're not broadcasting this on Fourth of July, but we are recording this on the Fourth of July. I think there's no better person to talk about than Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, basically, he was. He was just something that kind of like sprung out of a, out of a, out of just like an offhand comment when I was out on a date, and I had this i I had this idea for, for like you know like where he, where it came from and it kind of I kind of kind of like talk, bounced some ideas off of a friend of mine and and I just drew a comic and it just went from there and I did it for uh, I don't know it was like almost like six months or so and then I took them online and and. It's actually how I met my wife because like, I just started sending out like MySpace friend requests to like people in all <laughs> kinds of countries. And, and my wife was one of them. And, you know, at some point I just said, Hey, you know, you seem like an interesting person. And we just kind of connected from there. So Kenny is a matchmaker. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who out there who don't know who Kenny is, I mean, Kenny is basically a, a, a lovable redneck. I mean, I think yeah. is kind of the way to sort of put him. Um, he's definitely rough around the edges, but you know, he's also he's also pretty lovable. Like he's good natured, even though he's kind of like rough around the edges. So we'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um, a, that was but that's interesting, though. So, but just kind of to on the broader topic is that you know you kind of you've always sort of gone from one project to another sort of never sticking around with one thing it seems almost like you find an interest you and then you burn that interest to the ground and then you go to the next interest and that's, then you do the same thing way to put it yeah so how <laughs> yeah, did that I, come I from because you know obviously your dad has been and gretchen both have kind of had sort of an opposite thing where they found sort of a niche and are really have stuck with it for many many years but you've kind of right. gone in a different direction than that yeah i don't, I don't know i mean i just have maybe it's ADHD or something. I just, you know, I like, I, you know, I, I, I plumb, I kind of like mind the, the idea for what it's worth. And then I move on, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't let anything overstay. It's welcome. Maybe. Uh, except the, I mean, I guess the only thing recently is, is the power portraits thing that I've been doing. Mm, yeah. uh, that's mm-hmm. kind of like, that's lasted for like five years. I've been doing those well, now six those. years. Yeah, they're great. They're really good. Oh, I mean, we have one of me and my <laughs> my little guy Lincoln. It's like yeah. I love that piece. It's in our kitchen. So I'm looking over at it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the one thing I like about those is that is that generally when I've done the ones of people that I know, it makes them very happy, and it makes me very happy to make someone happy. So, you know, that's probably why I come back to those. And the, and the, and I feel like they're sort of like they're sort of easy. They're not difficult, you know, for me to do. I don't really have to think about anything, you know. It's just pretty much like, okay, you know, I just, you know, look at a person and draw a person. Whereas the other things, you know, they generally have more take take longer to do. Like whereas I can do a power portrait in like, you know, like a day or two. 
the you know the other pieces are more involved and i and i'm not like the most patient person you know i'm i'm, I'm a little yeah. bit more about the instant gratification of, of being able to like turn something out <coughs> so they take a little bit more more patience and you know focus and you know sticking with something for like a, a week you know that might take to do something or longer you know and then i start to get go crazy from having stared at the thing for like for, for that long <laughs> <laughs> you know i, I want to like so we're, we're we're talking about the creativity i think between the three of you and you know being a creative family and sort of that passing on but i think there's another component of this that i really want to focus on because I actually think it's the critical component and that's being supportive of each other with the creativity and arts. And one of the things that I've always admired from you, Walter, um, specifically is how, you know, basically from the moment I met you, you've always been super supportive of me and my artwork and anything that I'm doing. You've been very supportive. I know you've been really supportive of Gretchen and her business. I know you've been supportive, equally supportive of Aaron and everything that he does. And I think that that's a huge part of, yeah, you know, kids and being able to like stick with art and feel comfortable being artists. I mean, maybe just talk a little bit about that because I know that I think that that's really kind of it's not just that you guys are all creative; it's that there's a really nice support structure there for the arts and for being creative. I I, I think it's really important uh, to to support your kids, and no matter what they do, uh, certainly in the arts, uh, I, I try to be. Uh, maybe not. I, I I I I try really hard to be supportive of of, uh, of all of y'all. I think y'all are so incredibly talented. I I I, I sometimes I'm all, I, I'm kind of envious. I mean, <laughs> I know Gretchen's like, oh, I, I can't can't draw, but God, I've seen some of her paintings and and some of her color work and. Uh, the, the stuff when she was doing, I remember coming over and visiting you and Gretchen in the uh, apartment on, uh, what was it, like 16th Street? Yeah, DC. In DC. Uh-huh. Yeah, and we'd all sit around on the floor and y'all drawing. And I mean, you, you just, y'all are just so good. And Aaron, I mean, he's talking about doing portraits. I can't do a portrait to save my life. So, <laughs> No, he's like, oh, that they're so easy. I'm like, what? <laughs> I know. I know. I listened to that. And and, and I, I could draw like a, right now I'm working on a dog treat bag. And I'm, I mean, it looks like a dog treat bag, but I couldn't do a portrait. I, you know, I, I keep trying. I can do a really dynamite rose or an orchid <laughs> or a moth or something like that but I can't do a portrait, but I, I just, I think it's important that they do art. I, it doesn't matter how it turns out. Um, it doesn't matter that uh, the first piece might not be good or the first piece might be great. It just, it's important that they keep trying and uh, that, that all of y'all keep trying. I, I, I love your work, Rob. The, 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 duck suit man i can't remember the name one of the duck feather cloak yeah yeah that is just when i saw that i came there one day one time to visit y'all and saw the the full coat that you had made i'm like it's impressive all those those feathers i'm like my god so and and i love your uh uh, your your uh uh, pen work I, i mean you you're just a um magical when you <laughs> when you pull out those pens and do your work i i mean I, i'm just like impressed as a, um your iron discipline i, I mean oh, well I, I i couldn't i don't know how you do it I mean, well, walter this isn't about me this is about you guys i know but- <laughs> <laughs> i do appreciate it though but that's the point is that i'm kind of trying to get across here is that you know, being supportive of each other. And, and you know, Aaron, you've always been supportive of what I've done too, what Gretchen does. And I know Gretchen is very supportive of you and, and you too, Walter. And, you know, we, and, and I think that there's something, you know, there's something that's really important about that because, you know, I think especially now we would, 
we would say that you know it's hard to make it as an artist as a like as a career yeah. it's, it's not yeah, a very you know it, there's or at least the path to traditional you know american defined success where you're getting like x paycheck every month you know every week or two and you you, you know you could you have a retirement account and you do all this, that, that stuff, getting that stuff out of an art career is a lot harder. And so there's, there's sort of this thing of like, you know, I'm, I think maybe, you know, I, I always like to say that when we're four years old, everybody's an artist. I say that all the time <laughs> because there's no little kid. That's not an artist. We yeah. unlearn, we unlearn to be artists. We, I, we absolutely. And, yeah. but I think part of that is because it's hard. And so you, know, you <laughs> kind of rather your kid be interested in, accounting or or becoming a lawyer or something along i know but i mean i know i know but it would be easier for them you know in a lot of ways it'd be easier for them in a lot of ways but i like how you said that it's like you could support your kids no matter what they do and i think that that's i don't know maybe maybe that's the solution if we were a little bit more willing to just say hey art is a viable thing then art would be more of a viable thing instead of just assuming it's not well, it's interesting how many different careers there are in the art field, and yet the only career that seems to be defined by artist is you hang stuff up in a gallery and you sell that stuff. But that's yeah. not what being an artist is mainly. Well, art isn't in, in the in the in the states here. Uh, art it gets the low end of the totem pole when it comes mm-hmm. to schooling. Any kind of arts, the visual arts. The drama, acting, um, they just don't, in high school, I, I don't know how it was uh, in Gretchen and Aaron's, but in my high school, the, except for the occasional play, there was never any emphasis on art at all. Um, the closest I got to art in, in my high school was a drafting class. I mean... And that's a commercial application. It just wasn't, it wasn't art. If not for the nuns at uh, Nazareth Academy, I, I don't know what I would have done. So. <laughs> well, we definitely had like art. I mean, we definitely had like, you know, a strong arts programs at, when I went to high school, even though I never, I never took an art class except for like dad. I took, a, I took two years of drafting. And that was my really, my only like art training. Otherwise my training was just, living with my my parents you know i very strongly remember willie bragan and mrs goldman mrs goldman actually have a sweater that i was given by her uh from high school still in the closet uh and they were just i don't know uh you know they they're they just i don't know they were great people Reported you were they art teachers? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, they were my art teachers, especially Willie Bragan. She was this, she was named after, I think, her grandfather, and she was just feisty. She was at that age where she just didn't care what people thought, but she was kind and encouraging in, in ways that were very helpful, I think. And they're still... I remember putting together a collage project, which was supposed to be a self-portrait. And I had these sort of slanty, angry eyebrows and she made some sort of comment. I forget what it was. And, and I remember like going back in and fixing it. And it's just kind of this idea that, you know, there's always room to improve, even if you think you're done and, you know, it's okay to follow someone's critique of your work if it leads to a better product. So that lesson still sticks with me. I miss her. I'm good. Uh, it, I still have trouble. Uh, I, I'll look at a piece of art that I've done, even my technical stuff, and I'm still picky, 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 seeing mistakes and, and I'm just never satisfied. Never uh, open up and look at your old art. Never. Just put it away and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst thing you can do. Well, it's so I have, the, I have the opposite thing happen where I'll make a drawing or a piece and I'll be like, oh, I love this. 
and it'll be done and I'll put it away. And then as time goes on, it gets crappier and crappier in my mind until I'm convinced I just make trash all the time. And then it also, I don't want to ever look at it again. And then I look at it again and I'm like, oh, actually, this is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> like Larry, I, you're actually going through an old series of yours and kind of making it more modern or and yeah. making larger files. How's that going for you? What do you think about your looking back at this old stuff? Uh, me? Who, Aaron? Aaron, yeah. Yeah, yeah Aaron, yeah. Um, you know, I really liked the old pieces that I'd done. I just had done them in, in such, I, I never thought of, of that I would be doing them, you know, I would, I never thought I would have an art show, I'll be honest. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of did, did them. They, they looked good on the computer, on the, on the computer screen. And, you know, uh, turns out when you print them out, they were about an inch, inch long and a half an inch high. So that wasn't exactly something that you could hang in a gallery. So when I had my show last year, uh, or not last year, but the year before last, it was, they were something that I had to like leave out. Uh, so that's kind of where I, I decided that, you know, this new art, next art show was going to be me redoing all this piece and, and more, uh, cleaner, you know, a lot of the pieces were kind of like a little rough around the edges, um, like Kenny. Um, so I kind of like cleaned them up and made them larger and, you know, I, I still, like most of them I, I i did not you know it's one of the you know like i, I definitely don't have a problem like looking back at, at things because I, I you know some things i'm like uh but most of the time i i'm kind of like okay that was actually pretty you know that was actually pretty good and that's what that's why i wanted to re redo the pieces because i thought they they deserved to be i guess gallery yeah. ready um and i did a bunch of you know more pieces to go along with them kind of the same theme you know outer space stuff and uh you know that that was i did a bunch of wood burning you know and I, again that was kind of back back to where i was talking about how i like the instant gratification i could do those like i could go to work and i was be at work for like four hours a day and i could i could do one wood burning piece a day i could just kind of just think of something here it's, it's a face a background and and you know paint and you know put a little watercolor on it and, and call it a day and you know move on to the next one the next day and so I basically did close to 30 of those. And so that, and then I used those as kind of inspiration to do some other pieces and, you know, yeah, like I, I, I think coming back and doing those was, was good. And yeah. Well, let's <laughs> no. talk about that actually, because so, you know, what Gretchen is referring to and, and working on these pieces and upgrading and, and updating these pieces is in relation to a show that you've got coming up in September. So why don't you just kind of talk about the broader sort of, topic of the show because this is you know you're in finland and you know maybe not a lot of people uh, i mean certainly i don't really and i know you i mean know very much about what the finnish art scene is like but sort of talk to us what you know what you're doing in rahe and and you know kind of what your plans are as far as the show goes well the show is in september from the first to the 29th it's at the local library here in rahe which is a small town of, of about twenty five thousand people um the local art scene is, is, is varied. Um, we have some more, you know, traditional people that, that do a little bit more, you know, like, I, I guess they, it, it's a, it's a seaside town. It's, it's an old like uh, port town. So you get a lot of people that do kind of like things that are like more, you know, painting boats and, and seaside vistas and things like that. And, you know, the, the, it's, it's an old wood town. There's, a, there's an old, uh, a lot of like old wooden buildings that, that date back, you know, hundreds of years. So there's a lot of like more traditional things, but then my stuff is definitely like not <laughs> what I would call traditional. Like it doesn't really fit in. Uh, but you know, whatever I, I just, I, I do my own thing. I try to sometimes make some things that I think are more appropriate to the locale but the show overall, the, the theme of the show, the title is Space is the Place. And it's basically like uh, those old pieces that I re redid. It's the wood burning pieces that I did that, that kind of, uh, you know, <clears throat> they're done on like a birch wood that, that was 
kind of cut and it still has some some like lichen on around the outside and and it, I guess that's about as close as is is I come to being sort of like traditional in that sense that you know there's some kind of like some nature or whatever but then I have like some pieces that those that, that sprung from those pieces and some some ones that I had in my older show that were space related it's just you know I don't know yeah let me ask you about that though because one of the things is there's a um, and I mean, this might just be because of your style and I kind of know it a little bit and the look of these pieces, but it almost feels as somebody who loves to create worlds within my own artwork, it almost feels to me like you've got, like, there's more to the story. Like we're looking at pieces that to me seem like part of a broader world. Like there is sort of this coherent sci-fi space set universe that you're working within is that is that true is it somewhat true in just the sense that you're that you're working sort of in these stylistically similar things or is it just like you just got into space and so you're just doing random stuff i mean it's it's kind of random but it, i mean i guess i have like a style i have a way of you know when i did like for example well the the, the original outer space pieces that we kind of talked about before i just i just i was learning how to use a, a program and i just kind of had these ideas about space and 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 i kind of like would draw like kind of like a head of like you know a, a figurehead you know and then i would kind of like add a background and add some you know some some landscape and some starscape and some planets and you know just kind of like messing around and so some of the some of the pieces maybe had like a little bit of deeper meaning but I kind of, you know, that that kind of wasn't necessarily like important to me, like any kind of the, the deeper meaning of it. But there, it was definitely there. Um, I don't really think that there's like necessarily like a connection. Mm. I don't, or maybe there is, but it's certainly not. It wasn't my intention. Just that, you know, I just had these. Uh, yeah, I just was just just things that came off the top of my head, you know. Uh, but I actually have like an idea that I want to, that I probably will start up on after the show, because right now I'm, I have a different job. I'm a sawyer. I cut wood all day. Uh -huh. So I haven't exactly been enthusiastic about art. I haven't been, you know, I've, I have the ideas. I have kind of like the desire, but the energy is kind of like eh, low energy, sad. Um, so I have this idea of like, I, I've been, I've been brainstorming, brainstorming a character that will sort of be like like traveling around in these like different places it'll be kind of like a you know different <clears throat> the character in in these different like landscapes and you know she'll have like a uh, kind of like a like some kind of like beast of burden kind of a thing that goes along with her and you know Ooh. she's traveling and you know these landscapes and kind of you know because i i'd really enjoy landscapes uh and then you know kind of like using using actual like real life location to sort of like an inspiration for like how things look and you know that's kind of where i want to go next but i have to work myself up to that point <laughs> uh that's cool well i mean I'm, it's really interesting to you know just sort of see how you know your art continues and seeing you show in in um, in Rahe and, and, you know, sort of, I mean, you weren't really even showing all that much when you were here in the U S so it's kind of cool to see you in a way kind of putting your stuff out there beyond, um, you know, digitally and actually right. getting out, out shows there. I, I wonder, um, and I, I, you know, I, I want to make sure we get the other, uh, our, our other family members here involved in this conversation, but I, I did wonder a bit, um, you know, how is it different for you? Do you think, you know, as far as, I mean, you know, you mentioned the traditional work and you're kind of the, the the one who's doing different things. But I mean, I think that's something that's kind of common in the U.S. There's there's certainly, you know, smaller cities and stuff where there isn't necessarily as much, you know, quote unquote, cutting edge art or whatever. But right. I mean, how would you see as far as just like a general feeling like what is the acceptance level and enthusiasm for the arts, do you think, in Rahe and maybe even Finland? 
as a greater whole as compared to like the United States where we were sort of talking about where maybe there isn't quite as much of an emphasis on the arts like in our schooling and such. I mean, there's definitely like an emphasis on like, you know, there's emphasis on like art and music and there's, it's not like looked down upon by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but still, you know, it's, it's, it's just as hard to, to make a living here being an artist as it is there. Um, definitely. Uh, that's why I kind of had to take up, you know, take up the, the, the second occupation because, you know, it's, 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 it's difficult, especially when you don't do something that's like traditional and like also like uh, especially since the, like the, the town is, 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 is predominantly like older people. Mm-hmm. Um, older people don't like to spend money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're kind of like, Hey, you know, I can, I can make this myself, you know, it's a, it's a, it's kind of a, kind of a, 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 a a Finnish expression means, you know, do it yourself and save. So. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Um, question. Okay. There, do you think moving, uh, well, this is actually addressed to Rob and Gretchen. Do you think living in Savannah with, uh, with SCAD being there uh, makes a difference in the arts? Oh, Maybe, interesting question maybe this i don't know maybe this would be me easier for me to answer so because i don't yeah. have minefields that i need to to dodge <laughs> unlike oops. our arts writer here oops oops sorry sorry um <laughs> i feel that our city is actually <sighs> the city of savannah is not as supportive of the arts as i think they should and can be um i think projects which are could be very wonderful for communities are, have a tendency to get knocked down in committees. Um, I think that the city itself has put up roadblocks. I think some artists who have decided to go against um, using these committees and just put up art wherever they want have made it harder for other artists who have great projects to go through with them and to actually make them happen. I, I'm actually relatively disappointed in how hard it is to do anything with the arts here. Um, if I wanted to put a mural on our fence, I have to go to uh, a committee and stand in front of a bunch of people and ask them permission to do that on my property um, and submit a design proposal. And while I understand that you know designs are important, that we can't have, you know, pornography up in front of others. Um, I also kind of feel like, hey, that's my fence on my property. Why can't I just go on ahead and put this mural here? Um, And it's, it's unfortunate. And um, it's very disheartening. I think that more homeowners would be apt to have art be a part of their property if it wasn't such a hassle. you know, I've, I've seen people who have had murals put up on their garage and then the city's like, oh, no, no, wait, you got to go talk to these people to get it, you know, to get that okayed or else you have to paint over it. And I just, I, I, I just don't like that. And I, you know, we have all of these beautiful public parks, but the sculptures oh, are there, are these old sculptures that, you know, of, you know, I'm not going to get into the Confederate monument debate, but like, Where's the modern art? I mean, we have a few, but I, I would just think that we have all of this beautiful open space and we can't do anything with it because it's such a monumental task getting it through approval. I am surprised at how much that sounds like Victoria when I was a kid. <sighs> I mean, it, it, Victoria was the same way. Um, well, so what's interesting, just to kind of expand on what Gretchen said, is that, you know, you, you mentioned specifically SCAD, but there's also Georgia Southern Armstrong campus here and um, Savannah State University. So there's three universities here, all three of which have art programs. Obviously, SCAD is sort of the big and well-known one. But so we always have this influx of new young artists and talent here in Savannah. So 
that's never really going to change as long as those schools exist. So in that sense, like we always have the resource, but I would agree with Gretchen that we are squandering that resource mm-hmm. because there isn't enough opportunity and there is a bit of a hassle to be able to do things and it really falls on the shoulders of somebody going through a Herculean effort to make those very things happen. Those people don't stay. We have people that come to SCAD that are very talented. They graduate and then they move. I mean, that's what people do. Whereas what you would hope is that people would come, they'd get the education here, and then they would say, I'm going to invest what I learned here in the city that I went to school at in this new city. You know what I mean? Like when you think of people that like go to college in New York or Chicago or LA, those people will stay there and help build that art community after they graduate. SCAD is a school that is at the level of those other cities, but we're not, we don't take advantage of the resources of those students like those other big cities do because we're so resistant to doing anything that would support those folks, you know? So it's got it's they're influencing the SCAD kids are and the, the students are influencing culture here, but only to a certain level. And then they just kind of hit this, you know, glass ceiling or these walls, you know, that they can never really get beyond. And and no matter what, I mean, there was just the Historic Sites and Monuments Commission meeting last week where they tried to. Uh, a local activist named Clinton Edminster tried to get these walls to be free walls for painting murals, graffiti, all that kind of stuff, like you see in big cities, you know? And the Historic Sites and Monuments Commission denied it. So, like, you can't... There, there, He even tried to go through the process to open up some space for artists to just go and make art, and they denied it. And so it's like, well, there's no, the, the, you still can't paint. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So and right now, I mean, we're, we have, Savannah is a city which is literally in many ways rotting away. We have so many abandoned buildings. We have people who have bought property here and they don't live here. And so they don't care that it's decaying. They're renting it out for as much as they can. We have places that are, boarded up. We have white walls that are just constantly getting tagged and having to be repainted or this city could use a little bit of beauty to help push through this decay. And, mm-hmm. and we just, I don't know, disheartening. Mm. Well, anyway, look, I don't want to get off too much on this. This is about family. We're all in it together. Ah, yeah, we're all in this together. Let's paint the town. Let's paint the town. With oh, look, we do got to kind of start rounding off, guys. And I and I appreciate all three of you, you know, sort of talking about all of this. And um, and you know, I am excited to 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 you know have had you on here. And we'll play a couple songs here to end the show. But uh, really quick before we do that, I, I want to just have the opportunity for people who might be interested in sort of getting to know more about you and your work. Why don't we kind of go around the horn here and you know if you've got your website, your social media stuff like that, you know, where can people sort of find what you're doing? Gretch? Um, Walter. Oh. We'll start with Walter. <laughs> Uh, Helmerstudios.com. Um, and and I have a, a WalterHelmers.com site, but it's still unused. So um, don't go there. Helmerstudios.com. <laughs> 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 uh, well, uh, and you can see the art that I've done and mostly the art that Aaron and I have done. It's mostly technical illustrations and medical illustrations and stuff like that. So uh, uh, that that's it. Uh, and Aaron has his own site. Aaron? Oh, yeah. Uh, AaronHilmers.com. Um, you can also find me on, on Instagram at Yolks73 and on Facebook at art.by.aaron.hilmers. <laughs> um and yeah those are that's my online presence 
Nice, nice, nice. And then what about you, Gretch? I, I think my art website, which hasn't been updated in over a decade, is down. So that doesn't... I have it an is? Instagram. I think so, Dad. Um, oh, you're kidding. I, I will check on I that know, right away. I, I mean, you know, if you would like to see the, the collaborative efforts that I have with various photographers around the country, you're welcome to check out my company, G2, uh, Retouching and Compositing. That's G-2. T is in Tom OU Incorporated. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, well, I think all three of you, and um, you know, Rob, I, what I, about your place? Oh, I'm not allowed to promote. <laughs> I'm not allowed to promote myself on the radio show. So <laughs> okay. people will just have to find me um, uh, where you can find me. But um, but I appreciate you all three coming on, and I am very happy to uh, to be a non blood member. But uh, uh, a your family, a, a family member by, sure. by by marriage. <laughs> Twenty two years sh- in, Rob, you're deeply rooted in this. this your family by spirit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're in. You're in. That's it. That's <laughs> For better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, guys. That's all the time we have for this week's episode of Art on the Air with your host, Rob Hessler. Listen every Wednesday for our live show, broadcasting from 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time on 107.5 FM, Savannah Soundings, and worldwide at WRUU.org. And you can catch past episodes on the WRUU station archives on our website, as well as on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll talk to you next week, where we'll have another batch of art on the air.